This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. Welcome to Why I'm Voting, a production of iHeartRadio. Listen, you already know this, but it's an election year. You might already be tired of hearing about it, but here's the thing democracy doesn't work without you. I'm Holly Fry, and I'm sitting down with many of my fellow podcasters from Will Ferrell to Stephanie Rule, as well as other luminaries to find out about their relationships with the ballot box and ultimately just to find out why they vote. I hope you're exercising your right to vote. And if you're not, I hope that their stories inspire you. Hello and welcome to Why I'm Voting. Today, I have the great honor of being joined by the delightful Anthony Ramos. Hamilton fans know Anthony from the original Broadway cast, and he also has loads of acting credits on television and film as well. He is also a recording artist just on his own when it is not part of a stage situation. His album, The Good and the Bad, came out last fall. And somehow, despite this wildly creative life he's living, he has made time to join me to talk about voting. Anthony, welcome so much. What's up, Holly? How you doing? I'm so good. And I'm really, really delighted to have you. I want to know, first thing, if you remember when you learned about voting and that this was a responsibility that would one day be on your shoulders as something you would have to do to help decide what happens in our government. I think a moment where voting really felt pivotal and when I think I was old enough to vote was when Obama was running for president. And I think that was the first time I had actually voted. I think I was pretty cynical before about voting. And, you know, I I think as I entered into my young adulthood, 19, 20, 21, friends were like, no, no, no. Some of my older friends, too, were like, yo, you have to vote, bro. Like, and I was like, well, why? They're like... You know, I you know I think I was like, no, you know, my voice doesn't matter. You know, is my vote even going to count? Like, you know, it's not even worth it. And um, my my friends were basically like, yo, you're wrong. <laughs> you're you you're, you're wrong. And um, and that's how people get put in the office who necessarily might not belong there. 
is because of that mentality in the public and in young people or just in people in general, right? Like my vote doesn't count. My voice doesn't matter. No one's listening anyway. Yeah. And I think it was in that moment where I was like, oh, I got to vote. So I voted for the first time. I love that you have had friends that educated you on the matter and set you straight. That's kind of fabulous. They did. Yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for them. You know, my, my friend Alan Green and Amy, I was doing uh, the Radio City Christmas Spectacular at the time. I'll never forget it. And they were like, yo, you need to vote, bro. Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> we need friends like that. Do you remember what it felt like that first time you voted? Like once you had done it, were you like, yes, that was the right thing to do? Yeah, I was nervous for sure because I hadn't done it before. And I was like, you know, and you know, you wait on the line, you go, you know, to your local school or wherever it is, wherever you're, you know, wherever they set the polls up in your, your district or in your area. And, and I was just like nervous. And I was like, man, like, I hope I vote for the right person or people. There are people on the ballot, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not the people think when you vote, it's just the president or it's just one person. Like, no, there's senators on there, there's Congress people, there all types of depending on what the election is, you know, but each one is so important. That's another thing that I've learned over time. You know, we think about, you know, why is in my neighborhood being taken care of or why is that pothole been there for so long? And you realize, well, it's your local officials that you need to vote for. And we have to be paying attention to who our local officials are and like, do they care about our community? Right. Like, yes, maybe in certain areas, those potholes get, you know, they get filled in more than others. So how can we maybe try and find someone or put somebody in, in place in New York City, right? A council member or some someone who can speak on behalf of our pers- our community to help get these things done. I was nervous. You know, these are all things that w- were really and still are to a certain degree intimidating, you know, like trying to get educated and continuing to just try and learn, right? I mean, again, I said it like, probably five times, but I was nervous. Yes. <laughs> You're not the only person that I've interviewed for this show. There have been like dozens at this point who has mentioned being nervous, particularly early on in the process. And I'm glad that you also mentioned like your local elections, because I think that sometimes takes new voters by surprise. So I wonder if you have any tips. You mentioned staying on top of who the local politicians are that are really going to impact your neighborhood and your immediate community. But how do you go about making sure you know who is on that ballot, what they stand for, and who the right candidate for you is? You know, again, I think it's talking to people who have been voting for a while. And like maybe, you know, and unfortunately, sometimes some people like, I'll be honest, I didn't always have a network of people who I could go to and be like, yo, like, because I'll be real. I'm like, sometimes I don't know who to vote for. And I'm like, but I go to someone I trust. Right. And I'm like, hey, look, who, who are you voting for? And why are you voting for that person? And, you know, like, and there'll be people who like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wasn't in my district, but I was like, yo, we all got to, everybody, even if she's not in your district, we got to get behind her because she's doing amazing work. Like Mark Traeger is a council member who deals with Coney Island and whole different set of neighborhoods, right? That I don't live in, but still he's someone who cares about the people. So, you know, he was a history teacher at my high school, turned into a councilman. You know, and it's just kind of like finding resources, you know, just kind of like, I mean, you can even go online. I'm sure, you know, you go online and you type in where you live and who are my local officials. Google is amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I think, you know, and and this is something that I'm still learning. Right. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not going to sit here and like try and rattle off 
who each council member is for every district and because I can't do that, right? But I, I just know like that there's certain folks who like Mr. Traeger and, uh, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez who are doing, you know, amazing work that you just like follow and you're like, yo, like whatever I can do to support their cause, you know, you know, I'm going to try to do that. And then you just try to find people who are like-minded, you know, like there's also like, what are some local nonprofit organizations that are doing work too? You could always look up, like I found one, the Central for Public Democracy, you know, CPD, who a friend of mine, Jesus Gonzalez from Bushwick, you know, from the neighborhood that I grew up in. Those guys are doing amazing work. Those guys are fighting to get the potholes filled and to get the, the light fixed on whatever avenue that has been broken for a while and causing traffic. And, you know, so it's like, it's just kind of just giving that a little more effort, you know? I mean, it does take effort. Yeah. It takes effort to care about anything, right? It's very easy to not care, but I think it's worth us at least giving it a little bit of effort, you know, even just a little bit of effort can go a long way. Imagine if a hundred, a thousand, you know, tens of thousands of us gave only a little bit more effort. That equals a lot of effort. <laughs> yeah. Pandemic has changed the way a lot of people are looking at voting this year. But normally in a year where we are not in this strange time we are in, would you normally opt to mail in your vote or are you usually an early voter or do you like to go into your precinct on the day of the election? Well, I've done it both ways. I've gone into the school two elections prior, but the last one I did absentee ballot because we were in the middle of this pandemic in the last one. Yeah. I gave him my ballot that way. But yeah, it's just, you, you, you figure it out. I travel a lot. So absentee is usually the way to go for me, which I think, you know, why we need to really fight to keep the post office around because I'm seeing pictures of mailboxes being taken off of, you know, curbsides. And I'm like, what is going on here? Like, this is crazy. You know, I'm seeing on the news and, you know, folks talking about they're afraid of the election being rigged because it's easier to have misinformation or to miscount votes, you know, or, or people can, can make things up easier if, if they're mailing things out or people faking their addresses or this or that. And I'm like, yo, like, this is crazy. You're denying people's rights to vote, yo. Like, yeah, yo, I do absentee ballot most of the time, which is why I'm like, we have to fight for the Postal Service because it's such a huge way for people to get out and vote, especially now. People do not want to be at a school. They don't want to go to, a, you know, wherever it is, right? to any place with a bunch of people where they could be susceptible to being in a large crowd of people. So it's just a shame that we're not taking that into consideration. When Election Day comes around, what is your personal ritual like on that day? Do you like to watch things, all of the information come in as it unspools? Or do you like to wait and look at it when everything's said and done? Do you have a lucky outfit you like to wear that day? What does that day play out like for you? I usually watch like when it comes down to the wire. The last presidential election, I stood up like it was crazy. I was at a friend's house and I stood up the whole time and watched it all unfold. I like to, to watch and see, you know, what's going on, see who's getting elected and see how the people react in certain states. Right. You know, we see different states react. We see, you know, the, the newscast and they're, they're reporting all day long. So, yes, I do. I check my phone. I'm checking, you know, on Election Day. I'm usually just like taking a peek, seeing what's going on. And when it comes down to the wire, usually in the evening, I like sit in front of the TV and watch 
to see what's happening. All right. Final question. You have had this done for you. So I imagine you have an idea in mind already. But if you could tell someone who is not using their right to vote one thing in the hopes of getting them to actually use this right that we have as citizens, what would it be? The right to vote is something that we shouldn't take for granted. So many people fought to even have the right. People have lost their lives for us, you know, especially people of color, women, for us to have the right to do this and to to actually like be able to go to a poll freely and cast our vote, right? So I think in honor of those people and in honor of ourselves and our families and the people we love, we should take that right. We should use it. And I, I would encourage people to not take it for granted. It's a blessing that we get to vote. It's a blessing that we get to voice our opinion. And I think we should we should use that and we should take advantage of that. You know, there's power in numbers and the power is with the people. I mean, that's the, it's the same, right? Power to the people, right? Let's, let's take our power back, right? Let's vote. Let's make sure we're always aware of that power and we use it. It's a superpower to vote. So let's use it. Hey, are you not registered to vote yet, but you think it's something you want to do? You may still have time. Voter registration deadlines vary by state, so to find out the scoop for where you are, check out a nonpartisan registration voting site like headcount.org or fairvote.org. Why I'm Voting is an iHeartRadio production. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is you listen to your favorite shows. 